0: Morning Frank. Good morning Angelo. How's it going? It is going pretty well today. Uh so in our first episode we chatted a little bit about Alfred when we were talking about things that we love that help us remove friction. Um and and we decided that we should talk a little bit more about it and in fact we're going to dedicate this entire show to the Alfred app that lives on your Mac. Uh, I think maybe a good start would be talking about what exactly it is. So,
1: Frank, h- how would you describe Alfred? I would describe Alfred as being the first thing that I install on a new computer <laughs> because using yeah, a it's co- up there for me as well. Like using a Mac without Alfred is unbearable. Um, now that it's become such a like big part of like my daily use. Um, So, uh, just a disclaimer,
0: uh, we should point out that this podcast is not sponsored by the makers of Alfred.
1: They're just really great. They're just great people, and they make great software. So, Alfred is essentially a spotlight replacement. Uh, It's a launch bar that makes your computer a joy to use. It has a bunch of features. Um which we're going to get into, like snippets, uh clipboard manager, workflows, really tons of stuff um, and yeah, the reason why I use it so much is because it removes so much friction from uh, from my daily work,
0: yeah, yeah, um, what I remember uh from that first episode was you're talking about how if your hands have to leave the keyboard to use a mouse or a trackpad, uh, then that's that's kind of like injecting friction into your life. And so maybe a little description of how Alfred works is, uh, is apt here. Uh, essentially, you've got a shortcut key. Uh, in my case, it's command tab. And, uh, excuse me, command space. And what that does is it just opens a little text field uh, that floats over the top of your, uh, your your desktop. And in it, you just type something. And depending on what you type, Alfred parses that and runs off and does something. Uh, does that sound about right?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and you mentioned that you use command space. So you like just completely replace Spotlight. So long, Alfred. Spotlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've Alfreded Spotlight. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, uh, I don't
0: remember what the default um, for the uh, the keyboard shortcut is, but uh, Alfred is way more important to me than Spotlight. So, right. Uh Let's maybe go over some of what have, you know. What we use it for uh, specifically. Um, I, I'm curious about because you were singing its praises so loudly in that first episode. I'm really curious to hear a little bit more in the details of uh, your um, how it works for you.
1: Yeah, sure. So I think the the most basic way to use it, and I think the most widespread way to use it, is as an app launcher. So say you want to I don't know, open the terminal or open Xcode or whatever, Um, you hit command space, you type the name of the application you want to launch, and you hit return and it launches. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I also know that you can use it for opening files and folders if you enable that in the settings. Um, So you just hit the space key and then start typing the name of a file that you were working on recently or a folder that you're looking to get to and jump right in there.
1: Yeah, I actually find this in a way a bit more useful than... uh, Well, at least in some cases, than launching applications because... Yeah. Say, for example, if you want to like hop into Xcode, if you only type in Xcode, you're going to launch. Uh, you launch Xcode and it asks you to select a project and stuff. But if you say, for example, open directly like your Xcode workspace, then it'll launch Xcode, but dive you right in ready to yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. Um, it skips the step
0: of oh, launching the app, going to like recent documents or whatever. Um, So it's great for that. Uh, On top of finding um, the documents or apps that are installed on your computer, another thing that I I admit I don't use this that often, but I find really, really cool is that it can also parse the bookmarks in Safari or Chrome. Hmm. And then you just type... BM is the shortcut that I use. I think that's the default. And uh, start typing your uh, the, the the name of the bookmark that you use, and it'll open it in the browser to which that bookmark is is open oh. or stored. Which is nice because I use you know for example I use Chrome for work related stuff. I use. Uh, Safari for uh, sort of like my personal apps business, I guess. I don't know side hustle. What's the what are the what's the word that kids are using these days? I don't know. Side
1: hustle is pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Let's like go with that. side hustle. Um, and and you know uh, that's that's really handy. The only sort of downside there is uh, a lot of my bookmarks, at least on the bookmark bar, are just the favicon. So I can't really search for them, (laughs) which makes them kind of useful, or useless, I should say. But that's okay, whatever. Um, Doesn't support Firefox, which is my main browser. So that's that's a little disappointing, but it's not the end of the world because it's my default browser. I can just open a link, Hmm. and it'll it'll jump right in there.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on, one of the things that I really like using Alfred for. And something that I don't see a lot of people talk about is uh, custom searches. Yes. Custom searches make my life so much easier.
0: Now, by custom searches, you mean searches on the web or?
1: Yeah. So essentially, it's um, so the way it works that, say, for example, you use a website like, say, for example, you use Jira. Or anything like searching on Amazon, for example, um, what you do to set up a custom search is that uh, you search for anything, and then you can copy paste that uh, URL back into Alfred uh, and then you do a little like you do a little bit of trickery to say like oh when i when I type something in, I want to insert it in here in the URL, and then from that point forward you can search that website from the alfred uh well from alfred so right it's right so nice so
0: i use a bunch of the default uh, searches for this um like weather or maps or translate or you know wikipedia or whatever uh which will either search for things in apple maps or open something in google translate uh, wikipedia whatever Mm -hmm. um which is really handy but i haven't really uh created custom searches and i'm really curious about some of the custom searches that you're using that you you might want to share
1: yeah so i think the big one for me is jira when people start talking about like oh uh, have you seen this ticket uh you know like Wolap we'll uh, 1924 and i'll be like yeah and i have that mapped to just j in alfred so i'll hit command space type j space we'll app 1924 and then it opens jira at, right on the page of that ticket so it's really nice
0: that sounds pretty handy. I can see that being really useful for things like, you know, jumping into your bug trackers or or whatever. I wonder if that would be uh, useful for, like, GitHub repos and issues and stuff like that as well. Um, I, I'm going to play around with that now that I know of its existence. And that's one of the really cool things about Alfred is that there's so much to explore in here. Yeah. That and And... Once we start talking about workflows, so much extensibility that uh, it's it's really just a Swiss Army knife mm-hmm. for your Mac. Um, but before we jump into workflows, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the more um, you know built-in kind of features. Yeah, but hang on, couple...
1: hang on, hang on, I haven't I haven't finished with custom. Searches. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I, I'm just jumping ahead here because I'm so excited about talking about the, the calculator. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, so I use this a lot also. Okay, so maybe like less on the productive side of things. Um, I use this, I play, so I play World of Warcraft sometimes, sometimes. And uh, also Magic the Gathering sometimes. So I have custom searches for things like if I want to search for an item on WoWhead or if I want to search for uh, card prices on um on like mtg goldfish or mtgo traders uh it just makes things so much easier
0: yeah than, it sounds like it would
1: uh then you know like opening the website clicking around trying to figure out uh where's the thing typing in the the name and no none of that that is handy yeah um okay now you can go on and talk about the calculator yeah now. yeah <laughs>
0: Um, So there are a couple of other built-in features that I, I really love. I don't know how often you use them, but for me, one thing that I really love is being able to just pop open Alfred, type in an equation, you know, with parentheses or whatever, and it'll sort of live update the answer as I go. Hit enter, and it copies that answer to the clipboard for pasting into whatever I'm doing, which is really handy if you're, you know, going over your... You know, your your budget, or you're doing some quick math on, uh, you know, how many pixels do I need to yeah. move this element over? Okay, let, let's just figure this out. And you've got all kinds of parentheses and whatever, and whatever. Yeah, you, you know, you, you, it's a great little sort of scratch pad for that. Yeah. And the other one, which I don't know if you've used, is the dictionary. But, um, that's something that I use a lot, where you just wow. type define, and then you put in a word or a phrase, and it pops up uh, stuff in either the, uh, the the Max Dictionary or thesaurus or searches for stuff on Wikipedia. Really, really, really handy. I use words wrong all the time, so this is super helpful for me to, say. you know, before I send out that email, uh, make sure that I'm correctly using the word that I am using.
1: That's pretty cool. So I use, like, I use a calculator a lot, um, especially now these days. I feel like I've been doing accounting work for like the past month.
0: Accounting is the best.
1: <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, so I use that a lot. Um, however, the dictionary, not so much. How do, you, how do you get into that? How does that work?
0: Right. So there's, um, if you go into your Alfred preferences, there's an option under features for dictionary and uh you can basically define a word for me it's it's define uh for pulling up a definition and then just open alfred you know type define and then whatever word you're looking for and it'll uh it'll do it there's also a spell checker um i've never used it but i have it enabled and uh yeah you can i think you can set the language for me it's just oh, at the default. Different. Hmm, let's see. Define ostentatious. So it'll pop up a little okay. preview and if you hit enter, it'll open the dictionary. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, it's really handy. And then once it opens a dictionary, you have access to like all of the things that are in dictionary.app, you know, mm-hmm. like f- flipping over to a thesaurus or uh I think Wikipedia is kinda of like a default there.
1: Uh so that's really handy. Cool. I feel like Alfred is a lot like Ontario. Explain. It's yours to discover. It is yours to discover. Wow, that was interesting.
0: Uh, <laughs> that, that's not really something I made a connection to. Um, it really is very customizable, and I want to get into that in a bit. But of the default um, features, you know, the, the standard built-in features, what else do you use there?
1: Uh, for standard built-in features, definitely, I think, like, the next thing I would move on to is workflows, because workflows is, the, is, is, I think, the next big one for me.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely is sort of like the, the, the piece de resistance of, of Alfred, but uh, for me, there's also just the advantage of having access to the terminal. Right from Alfred and things like that that we can talk about, and these are kind of like before we go into workflows. Yeah, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, so I saw that you put this in the in the show notes, and and I was like, you can read, you can launch terminal commands from Alfred. Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> enable no that, idea.
0: Uh, you prefix whatever with the uh, l- right pointing angle bracket. Uh, and oh, yeah, and then. St- type in a command, it'll launch terminal and run that command. So that's really handy if you want to um, open terminal and go right into a path, for example. Uh, I use, so I build my site with Hugo, which is a static site generator, and a lot of that is done uh, via the the command line. Mm -hmm. Although I, I tend to use the terminal right in Visual Studio Code these days when I'm working on that but nonetheless it can be pretty handy you know um so angle bracket brew update you know and it terminal launches does its thing you just click to back to whatever window you were working on and and go oh, or whatever
1: cool.
0: yeah so so that's kind of handy um and then the other big one for me before we talk about workflows are snippets
1: I love snippets. See, huh. that's funny. I, I love snippets as well, but I don't use the snippets in Alfred. I'll, right I, on. I use a separate application, the snippets.
0: Yeah. Um I used to as well. Um I, I, I used to use text ex test, text expander, but I couldn't pronounce it. So <laughs> I I I stopped you. No, i I'm, I'm joking. Text Expander is an excellent, excellent app. Um, I just, um, didn't bring it along when I got my new computer, uh, the change to the subscription pricing model was one thing that was kind of, uh, mm, Mm. I don't know, you know, like it's a great service. Don't get me wrong, but, and also, uh, I realized that it kind of, 90% 90% of the functionality, 95% of the functionality that I use of text expander is built right into this app that's going to be installed on my Mac no matter what. Right. Which is Alfred. So why not just use that? So that's something that I I use quite a bit. I I have um I have a bunch of snippets for slash commands in Slack for setting status or, you know, uh mm-hmm. Uh, setting whether i'm active or away or or what have you um one of the big things that i was using text expander for was just autocorrect of my clumsy finger syndrome you know Mm -hmm. where you're like i i tend to type t-e-h instead of t-h-e for the so that's like an autocorrect as soon as i hit space t-e-h autocorrect to t-h-e or um I don't know. Uh, I tend to type ratio a lot more than ration, but for some reason, uh, I always hit that extra N, so I just have it automatically removed, Uh, Um, which, you know, if I ever am in like a wartime situation and have to talk about rations, it's going to (laughs) be, you know, it's going to be a problem, but I think I'll have bigger problems at that point. And also, you know, just little things like ASCII art and and symbols for like the uh, the Mac keyboard, um, right? Like Command logo or Option logo, stuff like that. It's really handy for that.
1: Yeah, ASCII art. The, the truly important. Absolutely, function, I have the killer app of Alfred.
0: It is. I've got I think at least five variations on table flip, which is <laughs> nice. yeah, it's fantastic. Um, But, you know, uh, I also have uh, you can set placeholders in your snippets for things like date Mm. or what's in the clipboard or whatever. So, you know, if I'm uh, going through when I send my monthly invoice, right, I can just hit a few keys and it'll auto populate an email with like the month for which I'm sending my invoice and so on and so forth, you know, which is great. Um,
1: so yeah, I really, really like snippets. So just diving into snippets real quick, how, like, do you ever find that you have difficulty remembering which snippets are what? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And so Alfred has a keyword for that. Oh. And you type snip and you start searching. Of course, of course it does. <laughs> you, you type snip, you start searching for that snippet. Uh, whatever it might be called and or text that's in it or whatever. And it'll present a list of options. You hit enter and it'll paste that into the underlying app. Ah, cool. So because, yes, that is an issue that I face and it's annoying. But, uh, yeah, Uh, one thing I would like is for it to show me the shortcut text. It doesn't do that. It just shows me what the expanded phrase would be. Ah, uh, okay. Uh which doesn't help me memorize mm. what the shortcut is, but that's okay. I mean you know it's not the end of the
1: world mm. uh quick question so yep. say for example, for like an email snippet, what does that look like for you like what's the what's the shortcut text for for your email
0: uh, It depends on what i'm sending um most of the emails that I send are pretty much uh, spontaneously written. I don't have much in the way of form emails that i okay. send uh but I'll have one for example that i uh, i was talking about the one for which i send my uh with which I send my my monthly invoice mm-hmm. so that's gonna you know have a little uh, just a the entire opening and closing right yeah uh, hello blah 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 and and thanks have a great weekend Angelo and then in the meat of it is just kind of like uh, you know see a, attached document for services rendered in placeholder month uh placeholder year uh, if you have any comments or questions, don't hesitate to get in touch you know that kind of thing uh it, it's really just a a template okay that... but
1: like what so what do you type in? generate oh
0: as in like
1: what's the shortcut yeah yeah
0: well my modifier key for shortcuts is the semicolon and then i type uh i think that one is just bill
1: so this is something that i started using for for shortcuts uh or for snippets and um for me it, it made a big big difference on like how easy different snippets are to remember is that i started using this sort of like dot notation so say, for example, for mm-hmm. emails, I'll have like email, I would have email dot invoice or email dot outreach or email dot whatever. And then you can take that and print it out. And, you know, you can, it, it becomes, I've, at least for myself, a lot easier to remember. So I have a bunch of things for email and then I'll have a bunch of things for uh like ASCII art. So I'll have like emote dot uh flip for flip table and i'll have emote dot flex yeah yeah and uh yeah so that for me that saw that definitely solved a problem that i had where i couldn't remember what my snippets were and like it's made a huge difference it's like emmet for snippets pretty much that's
0: cool so i don't really i think send that many uh, snippet or use that many snippets where it would be useful to do that, but it's a really good idea if you are a heavy snippet user. Mm-hmm. That's something that um, so uh, Fog Bugs has snippet functionality built in, which we uh, you know when I was doing working as a support engineer on on Fog Bugs, uh, that's something that we use heavily for a lot of the. Uh, email that we would send through Mm -hmm. there uh rather than the dot we were using i can't remember if it was the forward slash or backslash for exactly that kind of thing like what's the topic slash you know what do you want to send for like just quick replies to the kinds of questions we we would see you know
1: cool yeah so i use that very useful yeah and i also use the same type of thing for um so I manage my like coding snippets in the same app. So I'll have like swift. view or Swift.Controller. and And what app is that that you're using? I use Typeinator. Okay. So it's it's a lot like TextExpander, but it does it has one extra small feature that I absolutely need that I couldn't figure out in Text Expander. So
0: We can talk about that a little bit if you want, or we can just get back on track with Alfred.
1: Yeah, let's, let's get back to Alfred.
0: Sure. All right. Uh, any other default features that you use there?
1: Because uh, there's so many., yeah, I know right. Um, no, I think that that pretty much sums up the the main things that I use it for.
0: So no like searching for contact email addresses or
1: oh yeah that happens
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that... the thing like it, you you suddenly remember oh yeah every time i restart my computer i never go to the apple menu i just command space type restart,
1: or, or like eject you know oh. whatever dot dmg or whatever command you know? space lock every time i get up from my from my computer yeah that, that's a good one my keyboard my external keyboard actually has a little
0: lock button so i don't use that as much but yes that's a really handy one
1: uh what else i use it to uh <laughs> search through things in my trash i i aggressively trash files sometimes a little bit too aggressively and <laughs> it's nice to be able to just do command space trash and it opens up uh it it, it opens that up so yeah so that's nice <laughs>
0: All right, let's get to the marquee feature of, of Alfred, and that is the uh, the workflow experience. And I think we should probably preface this by saying, for many of these features, uh, you'll need the PowerPack yeah. license for Alfred, which I don't remember how much that costs. Um, but it's worth it just for, you know, the ability to do so much with one app, it's it's well worth it. Even the free version of Alfred is great, but wow, once you unlock workflows, which admittedly I don't use that much, it's a whole new ball game. Oh yeah. So yeah. Frank, tell me about your workflows.
1: So workflows in general are, you know, like I guess uh proprietary file format that you can like exchange with other people. And essentially you can just define all sorts of actions um, that you can then call up directly from Alfred, which are a little more I guess, complex than what you would otherwise be able to do with like the default functionality. So I use a bunch (laughs) that I I really like. Some are fairly simple, some are a little more complex than others. Uh, But say for example uh, one that I like to use uh, is adding something to Fantastical. Let's so say, for yep. example, I'll just type in "fant" for Fantastical, and then use like the natural language uh, that Fantastical understands to uh, mm-hmm. schedule a meeting. And the so what the workflow does is that it takes that and it runs it through Apple Script, sends it to Fantastical and boom meeting scheduled
0: nice i i just i use the same workflow except my shortcut is just f i oh. that's that's it that's all nice. um but yeah uh okay i think we both use the omni focus oh man um, yeah. <laughs> you love the
1: omni focus <laughs> workflow yes
0: the, and if I remember correctly, there are a few of them.
1: Yeah, so I use a very basic one where it's just "of" type in whatever, and it just sticks it in the inbox, and that's it. That is pretty much the only like workflowy type thing that I use um, for like integrating with OmniFocus, mm-hmm. and just like I would buy Alfred just for that. Like it is so good. Yeah. And while, you know, a lot of these applications, especially, you know, Fantastical and OmniFocus, they each have their own little windows that you can pop up to uh, to do a lot of these tasks. Um, But what makes Alfred so nice is that you only need to remember a single keyboard shortcut. You know, you're not, like, contorting your hands for, like, control, option, shift. Yes. Backspace. And, oh, I opened the quick ad for OmniFocus instead of Fantastic Al. Oh gosh, darn it. So that's,
0: you know, um, this is one of those things where I like the Alfred workflow for just dumping stuff into my OmniFocus inbox, Mm -hmm. like no metadata, like what project or what tag or whatever, just get it right into the inbox. Yeah. Uh, but when i know that i need to add something specifically to uh a particular project um i like omnifocus's uh, omnifocus's quick add uh quick entry window better yeah and i just have that mapped to like control option space so it's not that there's not that
1: much in the way of finger acrobatics to do fair enough but yeah for me like the omnifocus one is huge because if I want to get something off my mind, it needs to be like, I need to be able to write it down and it needs to be fast. Yeah,
0: exactly. So. And I I think one of the, the, the greatest things about some of these workflows is that they don't steal focus. Mm. Like Alfred will pop up and you enter whatever you need to enter. Then it does its thing in the background and you're back in the app that you were working in rather than, Uh, you know uh, it's been so long since I used for example the Fantastical quick entry Mm -hmm. but I can think of so many quote unquote helpful apps that open a little you know quick entry window like that and then you don't have focus in the app you were working on and you're command tabbing like an animal you know to get back to it it's the worst (laughs) that's <laughs> not the worst, but it, you know, it's a, it's a little annoying and it, it just gets in your way. So that's, I think one of the things I love most about Alfred is that, is that it doesn't pull you out of your workflow mm-hmm. or your, you know, what whatever document you're working in. It's just kind of an overlay and then it's gone.
1: Right. It helps you keep your, I guess, the, the Mac OS focus and your yeah. brain focus as well.
0: Um, another workflow that I like a lot is, uh, it's called movie. And this is just uh, the, the, the tagline for it is, should I watch this movie? And what it'll do is you type movie and then the name of a movie and it'll open IMDB, uh, rotten tomatoes and YouTube in your browser searching for that movie. So Hmm. you can get the ratings, you can get like, uh, information about it from IMDB and potentially find a trailer as well on on YouTube. And that's kind of handy. Like we live about a 20 minute walk from a theater here. So we try to go see movies fairly often. The weather's been horrible lately, so not so much. But you know, uh and it's really handy to just get whatever information you want. Oh, on that's it.
1: cool.
0: What about you? What's uh what's another kind of unexpected or super useful use of Workflows. Uh,
1: unexpe- okay, I can tell you an unexpected one is I have a workflow called Down for Everyone. And <laughs> essentially, it tells oh, you right. if uh, if a certain website is down um, for you or like if it's only for you or if it's actually down. Um, it uses a it uses a website called IsUp.me, and essentially you can just write like say down. Uh, Reddit.com, and then nice. you can see if if you're the problem or if the internet's the problem. Yeah, and this has been this has actually been really helpful because uh, at work we've been having like ongoing Wi-Fi problems and like server problems, and sometimes yeah. when something is down you're not quite sure like like is it me? Is it like the local network? Is it like that machine that's not working? Um, so that's been that's actually been like. A pretty big time saver. That's a good idea. I, I so
0: my uh my office here at home, I've got a little airport express to which I connect uh one of my um uh, development machines that doesn't have Wi Fi mm-hmm. built in. But every so often it just it just drops the connection. It's just like I am not connected to the network anymore. And because it's the closest thing to, you know, uh, my work Mac and my phone and whatever else. All of a sudden, you know, I'm in the middle of I I don't know, a Zoom call or, mm. uh, you know, I'm in Slack typing something and it's not getting sent. I'm like, what's going on? So something like that would be really handy.
1: There you go. I'll I'll send it to you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Kind of in the same vein as that, I have another one called IP. That just tells you your like internal and external i p oh okay, and then you can like choose the one that you want and copy it to the clipboard, so that's actually that's pretty useful as well, nice, yeah, it's like it's the small things you know
0: it well, it is for sure um, I'm always on the lookout for new workflows, so let's add some of these to the show notes. Um, I've gone through pretty much the three workflows that I use, but this is something that I'm, the more I'm trying to like sharpen my tools, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the more I want to hear about what's what's available. So any other ones that you want to talk about?
1: Um, I think the last one that I use, that I use a lot, in fact, is uh, the Dash workflow. Right. You talked a
0: little bit about that um, in the first episode. So tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. So Dash is like an external documentation viewer. Um, you can add different, um, they call them doc sets. So different right. like sets of documentation to it. So you can add a doc set for uh, like any like, you know, open source libraries that you use for, say, like I use it a lot for. Um, a lot of, a lot of the apple libraries like UIKit and stuff and uh, yep. what's nice is that the creator of Dash actually like maintains a workflow like an Alfred workflow, and it's pretty powerful mm-hmm. and essentially what it does is that um you can type in dash uh whatever you're looking for, and then it searches all of your doc sets for for that handy um, yeah. Yeah. So if you're in the code and you're like, oh, like what's this uh what's this like obscure delegate method on like UI table view? And then you'd be like, Woo, and then hey, you're there. Um so there's that. But then what's nice too is that it also adds it like dynamically adds a bunch of uh of like other shortcuts, I guess, to to mm-hmm. uh Alfred. So you can like say not only search all of your documentation sets but you can search like a specific one as well if you want to like really narrow it down right right so so that's that's been really really useful for me so say if i'm searching for something like specifically in ruby uh i can do that and yeah it's been wonderful nice so that's that's another one that i use like many many multiple times per day and i also have one last one called xcode playground that I type in playground and it opens a new playground in Xcode. Is that all it does or does it prepopulate with anything? Uh right now it, it it only launches like an Xcode playground. And you can say if you want it for like uh for iOS or like if you want like an iOS playground with like UI kit or something else. But anyways, so it does that and uh that's been really useful as well because mm-hmm. i've been trying to like use playgrounds more as like a way to like prototype things and try and get things working like before i i add them to like our real code base yeah so that's been <laughs> so that's been nice too <laughs> i'm trying you know to kind of like help build that habit cool
0: now have you ever made your own workflow
1: uh not quite not quite. I haven't gotten to that point yet. That's
0: um, something that I want to poke around a bit with, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I remember, well, the first OmniFocus workflow that I used, I had made my own, but then I found one that worked a bit better. so <laughs> I scrapped mine and used that one instead. Yeah. But uh, like, what's nice about workflows is that they're, you know you can easily share them and stuff so
0: right because they're essentially like scripts
1: yeah then and, and they have like really their own file format so you know you can download yeah. one double click it and boom it's added to alfred it's really really simple
0: a disclaimer you should always probably double check what that does before adding
1: it to your you know your yeah, setup yeah you probably should but with that being said so there are a few places online that you can look at, like, that you can look and, and find new workflows or find inspiration for right. things that you can use Alfred for, which, uh, which is pretty cool, you know? When I, when, I first started, um, when I first started using Alfred, I wasn't too sure, like, what I was going to do with it, you know, because it's like, it's like this big blank canvas, right? And then you can kind of mold it into whatever you need for your own work. So, uh so I found a few places that, you know, you can check out to either like get ideas of workflows or see how other people use Alfred or see the types of problems that people are trying to solve with Alfred. Mhm. And uh I feel like that can be like the good in- good inspiration.
0: Yeah. Um there's I'm actually going through Packle right now. Mm-hmm. There's so much to add here. <laughs> I uh, know, right? And I do remember for a little while I personally was having a lot of trouble accessing anything from Packle. It just wasn't working for me. Mm. Uh I don't know why.
1: But uh it's working now and that's great. Hey. So yeah, Packle.org is uh a website where people can like post their workflows. I think they can get voted up or down. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, what's popular and what people are using. It's really, really nice if you're trying to, you know, get more ideas of what you can do with Alfred. I feel like Tackle yeah, exactly. is a really good place to start. Oh, and they have themes for Alfred, too. <laughs> right. If that's something that you're into. See, they have, think... they have all kinds of, it's like, a workflow for interacting with your Tesla vehicle. <laughs> like, right. Or like, you know, a controller for Spotify. Um adding things to things. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. So that's a so yeah. that's a big one.
0: Yeah. That that's probably the one that you tend to hear of first because uh on the Alfred forums a lot of people link to it.
1: Yeah, I was also going to mention the Alfred forums are are a cool place to visit and see, uh, you know, how people are using Alfred and what type of problems they're trying to solve. Usually, I mean, for most of us, I think if you're trying to solve something, like, it's probably already been done before. Yeah, exactly. Searching searching online a bit and leveraging other people's work will probably save you a bit of time.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of really nice ones, like even... um... Just things that will deal with, you know, if you're testing for accessibility, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, toggle grayscale on your Mac rather than having to go through the Apple menu and then go to accessibility and then switch, you know, turn oh, it on. Oh, wow, off. that's good. Yeah, it's really, really great. Uh, because, y- you know, you, you can use tools for testing for accessibility, but um, it, being able to actually... Convert your, your, your Mac over to whatever and quickly go back and forth, you know, mm-hmm. is really handy. I am inspired to build my own workflow. I don't know for what, but I want to do it.
1: I, I think like maybe the like the last spot that I would tell people to check out too, if, if you're if you want to get deeper into Alfred, is like the Alfred subreddit. Oh, yeah. So reddit.com slash r slash Alfred. Um, it's right. not super active, but. I think there's enough going on there that and there's enough of a history that uh, it's it's worth checking out.
0: Yeah, I think one of the nice things about these workflows is like for example, the Omnifocus workflow that I'm using, mm-hmm. I've been using for years, many many years, and it still works. Like it, they tend to be uh, pretty backwards compatible. Yeah, uh, and and that's been really nice. It's not like every time there's like a new version of OmniFocus that comes out, or a new version of Alfred that comes out, which you know is pretty pretty often. Um, that uh, all my workflows broke, and I have to you know like it's nice that it's using things like URL schemes that are pretty. Assuming you're using an app that support A supports them and B. Is a good citizen, you know, in mm-hmm. using URL schemes, um, and and it's just it's handy, you know,
1: yeah, um, it's, and it's to to not have and... to
0: like go back and and fix everything because it all
1: broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to be able to like count on something like that, especially for for like such an integral part of your work, right? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I'm still I'm still looking through <laughs> all the different workflows on Packle.
0: Yeah, I know. It's one of those things where I was just looking for a little thing to um you know, get me http status codes, which I found.
1: Oh, there you and, go. And
0: <laughs> but now, you know, there's the related kind of packages that you can take a look at. Uh, I'm going to be here for hours. Ah, it's a big rabbit hole. It is. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah. So I think before we wrap this up, um, there's also a bunch of stuff that we didn't talk about. It, like, integrates with 1Password, so you can, like, directly yep. open websites and, and put in, like, your 1Password and uh, credentials. Like, it does so much. Like, like if, if you don't have Alfred in your life. You're missing out. You're missing out.
0: <laughs> I love it.